Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to the Search for Memphis in Dakota. I am your host, Dominique Danielle, and I'm glad you all are back. So last week we talked with Mr. Vaughn here, and he was preparing for his show in Shreveport, Louisiana, and we joined him there. I don't know if you guys uh, tuned in to my live, but I was live. She was live and direct. In, in Shreveport for the show. And what was the name of the show again? The Shreveport Optimum Pro Classic. Yes. And how did we do, Lamar? Um, We placed ninth out of 40 pro competitors. Yes. Um, it was a good show. Lamar was great. These are just my opinions. I'm not, um, oh, look at that. I don't know nothing about the um, bodybuilding competition world. This is just me, myself. I feel he was cheated. If you say I'm being biased, eh, maybe, but I don't think so. Just looking at the guys that were on the stage compared to Lamar, he should have been top five, top three. But that's just me. What do you think? I think he had a top five showing. Um, I think the guy who won the show probably should have won. Mm-hmm. I do think Lamar had a top five showing. So I think he probably should have been third, second to third. I think the guy who won should have won. I think Lamar should have played second to third. And how are you feeling? Um, you know, I appreciate both of your uh, kind <laughs> words. Um, you know, the bodybuilding industry is definitely full of politics. And everyone will tell you that. Um, going into the night show, I was in four. I was in fourth place. You know, I'm gonna be straight to the point about it. Um, and then I got moved to ninth. You know, it is what it is. Was I upset? Uh, yeah, I'm an athlete. I compete. Uh, you know, but you know, I, it comes with the territory, and it is what it is. And sometimes you just gotta take it on the chin and move on. So, um, on to the next. And what's next? Well, I, right now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Up until yesterday, it was supposed to be uh, competing in D.C. So I'm trying to get my live to work right now on Instagram, but it's, it's acting crazy. But um, I was supposed to compete in D.C. June 19th. But, um, you know, I have to start school again on Tuesday. Life. Because I need to take these courses before. So I can graduate in December with my master's degree. So Amen. Um, Amen. if everything works out, hopefully we can get back on stage in August or September. Okay. Right, right for my birthday. Okay. I'm here for that. Sounds like a birthday trip to me. It definitely will be. Sounds like fun. So, now we're going to uh, go ahead and move on into our topic of today, which is nutrition. Nutrition. Are we talking about what we should or shouldn't eat? Well, we're talking about what we should and shouldn't eat in regards to Fibroids. Oh, okay. okay. Because what we eat um, helps in the growth of fibroids. Correct. So you want to cut down or eliminate a lot of things out of your diet. So mom told me a while ago, she kept saying, Dominique, you got to stop eating the white potatoes and the rice and the breads. And yep. it's, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. Me just thinking, okay, I'm fat. 
you know, I'm getting bigger because, and she's, you know, these things are not good for us. Let's not use the word fat. Don't use the word fat. Um, You know, we live in a more gentle kind of world now, so it's obese or morbidly obese because some people are very offended by the word fat. Oh. Yeah. So if you're, you may be comfortable with saying that about yourself, about anyone else, but you may run into someone who is very adamant about that word and it's not fat, it's, it's, it's obese. obese or morbidly obese. And morbidly obese meaning that your BMI is over 30. Can I say pleasantly plump? Sure. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm all right either way. Fat, skinny, tall. Size so sexy. Whatever. I'm sorry. Big, big, fine and thick, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, you know, we live in a more gentler kind of more world now. You can't say like, you know, you can't say you know, things, Fat. yeah, and you know how that go, but yeah. Okay. okay. And, and the carbohydrates your mom were trying to tell you about were refined carbohydrates. So, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I offended anyone, <laughs> I, I apologize. I do. So obese, um, but as it turns out, these things they're um, the whites and uh, that we eat. You know, the white bread, potatoes, rices. Pasta, mm-hmm. all these things they turn into sugar and starches. They're starches and they feed yep. the fibroid, you know, which makes them grow. So if you're ingesting, you're eating a lot of these things, and don't get me wrong, I love rice. I could eat rice with every meal. My husband will tell you, I love rice and gravy, but that's just me. So I really had to cut back on that. Mm-hmm. And it's in changing up the way you eat is is not easy. You've been eating this way your whole life. So what you're you're in the fitness, you're right. bodybuilding, you that meal planning and eating correctly is a big part of what you do. So Correct. how did you um go into changing up the way you eat? I mean, my original change to the way I chose to eat was because I had, you know, I had hypertension and all that stuff. So I went kind of, I honestly, I went cold turkey, started eating like chicken and brown rice, like cold turkey, straight oh, cold turkey. No. But, I a flat line. but it made me flatline, and I thought I would like binge just chocolate on the, like I would go on, the, I would go like the gas station and get like Kit Kat and like, but not like one Kit Kat, like three or like three Reese, and like eat it all at one sitting. So. Once I got introduced oh, to oh. yeah flexible dieting more so, it allowed for me to not, you know, flatline or crash and bend. So yeah, I I originally went cold turkey with it um, due to health reasons, but I paid someone to coach me for my first bodybuilding show, so I wasn't about to waste my money. So, yeah. but uh, for those people who can't go cold turkey, I would say this makes small changes. So for example, if if soda is your thing, oh, and you sauce. normally drink like five Coca-Cola's a day, maybe cut down to, you know, three, you know, um, if, you know, sense. You're right, if, sense. like if sweets is your thing, let's say you eat a Snicker bar every day, <laughs> uh, maybe cut back to two in a week or two a month, you know, just, but day by day, make the change. Yeah. You know, like you have to be like, I like to say, be, be more proactive about things and reactive because a lot of us are reactive, meaning we wait for the doctor to tell us we have something wrong with us. I've, I've been down that road, you know, so. Yeah, I, I agree with that because it's, so leading up to 
um, before I had my, my last surgery, mm-hmm. um, I tried a program and it required me to be vegan. But I don't think, did we jump into it um, right away, just full out vegan, or we kind of gradually went into it? I can't remember. Well, you paid for the program. So in paying for the program, we kind of just jumped into it head first, followed the program. Um, It was kind of beneficial for the both of us. We lost weight. It was. Health issues got better. They did. And, and, and with the program, we were on the program mm-hmm. for three months. Three months, yeah. And the program was designed to where you would lose your, um, it will help you eliminate your fibroids in um, 90 days. So we went vegan. And for the most part, it wasn't so bad because they, we did a lot of smoothies. Um, and what else did we do? Smoothies and grains like uh, quinoa and black rice and veggies. Like in the more fresh and organic, they said, is the better. Which is true. Another thing with fibroids, you, you, you don't want to eat fatty meat. So like you don't want to eat a lot of, you know, like beef and things of like that. So you want to eat leaner meat. So maybe like more fish. You know, things of that sort. Uh, See, I didn't even think about that. Because, look. You got to watch high salt, high sodium as well. It's a lot of things you have to watch with, with fibroids because the food will feed it. That's how they grow. Food feeds it. You it know? does. So, we... um, and, and with the program, it was cool because they also give you these recipes, which helped us a lot because right. I don't know nothing about no uh, vegan recipes and... My husband likes to eat food, okay? It, it was pretty cool. I was doing it just to help, like, support you and your goal. Thank you, because the support, you need I was, the support. I was eating a hamburger when you went around, though. <laughs> but look, at least she wasn't around. You supported her. But it was cool. Yeah, and it was cool, because there was a lot of smoothies, alkaline water, mm-hmm. shit like that. I mean, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. shit like, shit like that. Yeah, shit like, like that. that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're not editing that. You know I feel like we should uh, It still... Kind of do the program because it was it, like I said, it was beneficial. It, it it really is. So why don't you tell tell them about the program and how you fig, found out about it and all of that stuff? So when um I think maybe two years before I had the surgery, mom kept telling me I need you to listen to this lady, and she's talking about fibroids, and I was like, oh okay, cool, and I never did it. So then like another year passes by, and I finally listen to the lady, and I'm on. Did do this webinar and she's talking about all this stuff and every time she says something, my mind is just like I was like, my mind is blown. I can't have garlic? What you mean? They say garlic is good for you. But Mm -hmm. for women with fibroids, I don't know how it breaks down in your system, in your body, what it puts out, but it's not good for us. You know? Mm -hmm. And it gave... And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do this program. It comes with um, supplements and a cookbook and uh, another book. It tells of her journey and what she went through. And she had a bunch of stuff going on with her after she had her initial surgery. Like they, it was a big mess. And so, and how she overcame that. And she actually was able to, um, 
get pregnant and conceive and to, to full term and everything. That's awesome because a lot of women with fibroids, that's a big issue for us is um, fertility issues. Right. But um, the supplements come with it and you learn these um, these recipes with your smoothies. It introduces you to some fruits and veggies that you would think you would never like some of them call for dandelion root and I'm just like dandelion you mean the weed that's growing the plant outside outside my house right now just so if I go out there and pick this dandelion I'm gonna be all right. Well, I don't know if you want to pick those. Not that, that one. one. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that, them ones outside be having like pee and stuff and dog and stuff and just outside on it. It's outside on the yeah outside on the on the, on the outside dandelion. Okay. Yeah, you don't want them. But, they make uh, the same sandwiches. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um, what else? Um, dates. Of course, I've heard of dates before, but never used them. Um, they became one of my favorite things to put into one of the dishes. That was like, it became, this dish became one of my favorites. It was black rice, um, zucchini and squash, and dates, red onions, you know, your yellow and um, red bell peppers cooked up. And you got a little spice to it, a little lemon juice, and there you have it. One thing I can say is when she first mentioned black rice to me, I'm like, black rice? Yeah. I was scratching my head. But then I had a chance to taste a little bit of it one day. She came bored about the gym. And I was like, okay. Only because you cooked it is good. Because I'm pretty sure if I would tried it somewhere else, I'd probably threw it nah. out. So. It, it, it wasn't that bad, though. No, it wasn't. It was closer to regular rice than not. Yeah, you, you eat a lot of black rice. Um, and, and wild rice is a, um another good thing. If you love rice like I do, to substitute, throw you some white rice in there. Red quinoa. Um... They said lentils. lentils. I didn't really do lentils. The red, I think they said the black lentils. The black or red lentils, excuse me, are um are better for you. So um what else? And like little things like also like that is good, that is fiber friendly, like you know, chives, kosher salt, olive oil, rainbow carrots, just to give you guys a few other things. Um flat I'm you know, my bad. I'm no, really no, 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 no. That's why <laughs> but, you're uh, you here, sir. Like, you know, flaxseed, um, mm-hmm. things high in fiber, like, you know, veggies, broccoli, green leafy vegetables. No, 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 no broccoli. No broccoli Not anymore? right away. Okay. You need to cut back on oh, your no, broccoli. Yeah. Okay. Because, I don't know, was it broccoli is what, man-made or something? Well, broccoli, you know what, now that she just said, broccoli is man-made. For you people that don't, tell me where you saw a broccoli tree at before. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, okay. even cauliflower. What comes from the earth that does not have color? I need y'all to really look at this and think about that for a minute. And this is like not on from Dr. CB, but think about that truth. We have you have, have you ever seen broccoli grown outside? So for y'all that's from the south or from the north that have people that grow grew vegetables. I ain't never seen a broccoli plant. I ain't never seen cauliflower either. See. And it's clear what from the earth it what vegetable come from the earth that's that don't have no color? Shoot, what what fruit comes from the earth that don't have no color? But you still do grow um, broccoli, though, right? Who grow it? Uh, where does it come from? It has to. So grow when you Google it, it says something like out in the Mediterranean somewhere. Mm. But it's man, it's grown inside of a inside somebody's lab, inside somebody's. 
You know, you can't you can't plant broccoli. Well, not that you can't. I've never seen anyone plant broccoli outside. Where's the seeds? How do you plant it? Even when I see people with the arrow guard, is that arrow guard? What is it? The hydro? What is this shit? The, the hydro guard where they do the whole like just on your stoop. I want one of those. I but mean, um, but I mean, I've like, never, I see them grow like herbs and, and right. like cucumbers, zucchinis, oh, yeah, right. green beans. They oh, have seeds. I don't oh, see the. I don't I've see never, I've never walked into a place that sold seeds or to grow to grow any vegetable and saw a broccoli seed or plant. Let's see if I can find some broccoli seed. <laughs> like it don't have no seeds in it. You right? It don't. Green beans. But it got the root, huh? What root? Where you seen the root at? I don't know. I'm just but, saying, when we see it in the store, we see, we see it chopped off at the bottom and the, right? and the bush on the top. Green beans. You open it up, you take one of them, them beads out of there, you can grow tomatoes, seed in it. Right. Watermelon, seed. Right. Cantaloupe, seed. I'm right. talking about fruits and vegetables now. Want me to keep going? No, I mean, we get it. Eggplants, seeds. This, okay, so listen. Cut back now. Don't eat that broccoli, y'all. Cut <laughs> It made you. The they, do have, they, they do have broccoli seeds, but I think it's man-made. Just like some of those, like apples. Like I like the uh, like the seedless, ooh. like the seedless stuff. Like the that seedless stuff, man-made. Stuff. Yeah. But you can't even find like seeded grapes anymore because when we were on that program, yep. it called for like seeded grapes. We searched. We couldn't find seeded grapes. It's hard to find seeded grapes. Even seeded watermelon. Yeah, yeah. I don't see seeded like you go to H E B. There's no more There's seeded no, watermelon, seeded grapes. Want. The convenience. They went fast. And no seeds. It took us forever. I don't even know if we found any. It was crazy. But it's organic. The organic seedless grapes. Nah, organic you gotta, you gotta, you seedless gotta the, watermelon. The, you got to get the watermelon oh, from home. You're on side of the... On side of the highway. Yeah. That's organic because them seeds is good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's who who growing the watermelon right now. I saw somebody. Yeah, um, it's coming. Deetra, um an actress friend of uh, mine, I think she's growing some watermelon. I think Raspberry got the cantaloupe coming. Yeah, Raspberry got cantaloupe. Uh, we got a couple things going on. So I'm going to go get my basket yeah, we and get come ready. Shopping in your garden. Okay. So, so maybe we um, should put a garden right here in the front on the side, Dominique. That would be good. Y'all got land. I think we should. Just right here in the front. Yeah. Or, or, or put it in the back. No, no it's too much stuff back there. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's our next project garden up here. That's your next project. No, 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 no. You said we should Thank you. It's on record. Yeah, you said we should go down. Last time I checked, we is two. Thank you, sir. It's more than one. All right. You putting it in a bathtub or you putting it in a... I saw a tub down the street. Mm -mm. Not that one. Mm -mm. It got to be a flower. Well, y'all can get get the, the cherry wood and build your own like thing. Well, I went to the other store that had that composting that it's like a big thing ready made you ready just made, set you it set down it and, and put, put your the soil in gotcha. what would you grow um bell peppers mm-hmm. um red onion some kale and uh what else do we like radish we like radish yeah we do yeah you like radish mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> i feel like i'm missing something watermelon we also need a tree. Yeah, we need, I want, we need I want a, a citrus lemon tree. We try to grow some oranges. <sighs> I don't know. We need a lemon tree. Anyway, lemon. we're we're moving off the um oh, off the topic. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. Also, yeah. What what else? You like you said though, nice leafy green veggies. Mm-hmm. A lot of kale. What did we call dinosaur kale? 
What is dinosaur? I never heard of that. Now, so you had the regular kale, then you had like the dinosaur or black kale, I believe it's called. So those leaves are like bigger. Like they still have that kind of crinkly shape if you you right. you know kale, mm-hmm. but it's like bigger and like tougher when um when you um getting it. So it's like really tough. And when you cook it, it's like it's shrinked down, huh? Yeah. All of it shrinks down, yeah. but um that one really it's supposed to be better for you. Gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. And so and also when you when you're doing this your preparation of your food is another big thing. We use coconut oil. That was all the oil we used. Well, they call for some other oils like um, sesame seed oil. I do not like, I didn't like that. So I did <laughs> those oils when they had a recipe for that. I don't think I skipped over it because I don't like the taste of the um, the sesame seed oil. It tastes burnt to me. Gotcha. So um, coconut oil was I cooked everything in coconut oil. So you use that. Don't fry. Stay away from everything fried. So you either baking it um, or brawling. Brawling, yeah. On grill. Yeah. And it's iffy on the grill. It's something about the um, the heat. So you don't want to sear anything. and just like with barbecue, you gotta stay away from from that. And um, it was just so it was. That's what was in this program. There was so much information that it was just mind boggling. Just like, huh? But you, you, it was like, well, I'm preparing it. That's not greasy, right? You know, but I guess the high heat is too much, and it mm-hmm. gives off. Um, what is it thing called? Even now, it's a lot. Of, I have to go back. I think she said it was called aromatase. Aromatase. But I have to go back and, and look that up some more for you guys because, yeah. So, 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 in other words, you, you would suggest that when someone's thinking about going vegan to like really prioritize, really do their research, um, that yeah. way they can have their own structure to get it done? Yes. It, it's... it's it's a whole thing. Like it takes preparation because if you don't prepare, you're gonna fall flat. Because it's like, oh, I'm not eating meat, so where am I going? Did I have food? Like, and I think during the midst of if I think I took it was during the holidays, I ended up taking um my squash and <laughs> some um some black rice with me just so I can have my food, kind of like what you do. Right. You Carry my food. Carried your food with you. And that's a lot of it because you're not going to always be out where you can get the quality of food that you need. You can go get your salad from the fast food restaurants, which is probably better than um, the burger and the fries. But you got to think about the quality of the food you're getting. Makes sense. So, um, but while also doing, so doing this program and going vegan, my, my symptoms were a lot better too. So I cramped a lot less. Um, my bleeding was not as bad. Plus, you know, me and Aaron both, we lost weight. Um, and I, I was actually full on a lot of, um, 
This was stuff. Yeah. These are high, higher fiber, high fiber foods will have you feel more feel full. A lot of times I think it's mental too. Like you're so used to eating meat that you feel like, oh, if I don't have meat on my plate, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not full. But you know, it doesn't meat doesn't require it, like high eat high fiber foods, you will feel full. See, here's my thing. Like my my whole thing when I'm cooking a meal, I you're supposed to have your meat, mm-hmm. your starch. In your veggie. If I'm missing one of them, my meal is not complete. Something's missing from from the meal. So, but when I was, I would wake up and well, go, I go to work. I would have my smoothie for breakfast, which would probably be, um, let's see, you get your almond milk, your uh, fruit, your kale. And I would prep all this. It would be baggies in the um, free, freezer. Baggies. So in the morning, grab it, grab the milk, and go to work. And I had my little blender. You know, I set that up at work. And you hear going on in the morning. And I had my blender going. I don't like raspberries, starting. <laughs> I don't like the seeds. Raspberries and blackberries, I hate the seeds in my smoothies. Right. So... But I have that, and then I have a snack, which called maybe a smoothie, um, a fruit bowl. Right. So, which everything should have been, you know, like organic and fresh. So it'll be consist of cantaloupe, grapes, um, watermelon. Not even a lot of strawberries. Right. When you, um, like I tell you, it's a lot going on with with the fibroids and how. It feeds it. Let me get him an update, Dominique. So if you're just tuning into the live right now, we're trying to get on early. I'm here with Dominique Williams here from the TMC Project. We're talking about uh, fibroids. Uh, fibroids are a real high in African-American women community. So she's telling you her experience with it. And we're talking about some of the nutrition uh, changes she's made to help her symptoms with fibroids. So if you know anyone or yourself from fibroids, from fibroids, stay tuned in. Keep checking it out. Like I said, check her Instagram page out, the TMC Project, TCM, TCM Project yes. um, on Instagram. So we're gonna keep moving forward with the with the pod and everything going. So if you have any questions, feel free to try chime in, and we'll answer your questions. But it's a, it's a it's about nutrition, fibroids. Any questions you may have, you feel free to ask myself or Dominique as we move forward here. So we're gonna please, keep rolling. Please, please, yes, yes, yes. So, um, what else happened while doing this? Um, if if maybe y'all don't know, but it probably in a minute. How I do this, Dominic? How I pin your IG? You know how to do that? Uh, I'm not the most. Uh, I thought it was a button. Is there a button here to pin the IG? I'm not too. Can someone help me here? Because I'm not the guy. <laughs> Ain't no button know. on the side. I'm trying That's to find crazy. it right now. Cause I let me see. It uh, should be something. They usually write on a thing that says. Pin yeah, um, for, by the comments. That's usually how it go, huh? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Dominique's Instagram is a uh, TCM project. Uh, I recently had surgery to get rid of fibroids. Is this your first? This is your first surgery. Did you? What kind of surgery did you have? If you don't mind me asking uh, or sharing with um, with everyone. Um, I've myself had several before um, before I had my my hysterectomy in 2018. Um, and I talked about um, last season, I talked about those surgeries and what I went through with them because it was her first uh, myomectomy. 
Okay, yes. I've had the hysteroscopic myomectomy and I've had the um the regular myomectomy as well. I think I have three three hysteroscopic myomectomies. I had one myomectomy and then I had my final hysterectomy. She said in August 2018, they removed five. The largest was 10 centimeters. Baby. Ooh. And, and going forward, how how do you plan on dealing with it? Because here's the thing. And they they come back. And um, hopefully your doctor shared with you some of these things. Um, but moving forward, how do is did you guys come up with a plan on how you're going to combat it and to help them not grow and come back because that's the thing these surgeries they um they're good and they stop the bleeding for a while like my first surgery was in 2004 i did really well for i think two and a half three years and then boom i was right back and they came back with a vengeance. So she said uh, they did. They didn't tell me how to prevent them. There was no no plan to combat them. Mm-hmm. So for those people who are just tuning in, we're covering uh, fibroids. Like I said before, uh, the fib- fibroids are, are very big in the African-American women community. Yes. Um, so we want to give some nutrition facts. And Dominique is explaining her experience, experience with fibroids. Um, like I said, you can go check her Instagram page out at TCM project and if you have any you know any experience with fibers you just want to learn more about it reach out to her she's, yes please she's more than willing to hit me up to you. you can DM me message me you can go to the um web page anything I'll be giving all the info- information out at the end but uh yeah that's and that's how we got to to hear and me going vegan right because a lot of the things that we eat um they 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 set us up for failure. All the white rice, the whites being your starches, your you know like your potatoes and white rice and pasta and all those things. It feeds fibroids. the fibroids. So and also the smaller you are, they say this because I've seen some women who are smaller in size and weight, right? And they still have these issues, but. Um, they say the smaller you are, the less likely your fibroids are going to bother you or you have issues with them. Right. I just spoke with my doctor about this um, on Tuesday, actually, and she'll be joining us um, probably in July and she'll be on to talk about some of these things as well. But I would say if you can. Stay away from um, birth control. And if you are, get a very low estrogen um, birth control because estrogen also feeds. Um, she said I'm 5'2", 135 pounds. Those things hurt, which is why I removed them. Oh, tr- baby, trust me. I know they hurt. They They are not nice. I remember that I was on my restroom floor in a ball, just rocking. I, baby, I know what you're going through, boo. But as you can see, like everything still comes back to nutrition. Like I always say, like no matter how healthy you are, how healthy you may look, 
um, everything comes back to your nutrition. You it's, know what I mean? Like what, what you eat. What you eat. It's, it's you a know? big, a big part of it. So, you know, get you a routine of um, organic, fresh paired um, fruits and veggies. Eliminate as much meat from your diet as possible. Um, stay away from fried foods. Yeah, <laughs> this is what we grew, this is what we grew up on. Yeah. So, and that's why I feel like a lot of the, they say some of it is hereditary. I right. think a lot of it is it's it's cultural and it's just passed down from generation to generation. This is what we grew up on. This is what we eat. So we we mama taught me how to cook this way. This way I cook. Right. So, but you have to be willing to change it change the cycle, you know, and go moving forward. Right. Now, y'all see me, I cough a lot. And when we changed up our diet, my cough was pretty much non-existent. And as soon as I switched back over and the three months was up and I, my coughing came back, my fibroids were... While the program was a great program, I probably would have did better if, um, had I stuck with it. It's just with the on the supplement side of the program, it was just way too expensive for me to do both. But I think if you just stick with the um, the vegan, the food, the meal part of portion of it, you should be fine with that. Yeah. So, but we we did. So good on that. I should stay with and to, it. And to piggyback off that, you know, always remember this. The FDA states, if you look on the FDA's website, it's always going to be food before powder, food before supplements all yeah. the time. A lot of these supplements that are on the market, um, they really don't have a lot of, you know, scientific data behind them that says they're, they work. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, it's always going to be food before supplementation. So for those of you who are just ch chiming in, like I said, Dominique was exp expressing and explaining her experience with going vegan um, because of fibroids. And like I said, fibroids are very big in the African-American women community. Um, so she wanted to come on and to inform you guys about it. So if you, you know, if you ever experienced it, you know, um, you know, check her page out, the T TCM Project on Instagram, and you guys can share experiences and maybe even give each other some insight on what to eat, what not to eat, and making those changes. Um, like at the end of the day, everything we do is about nutrition. It doesn't yes, matter it if is. you're a bodybuilder or you're just the average Joe walking down the street, taking care of your body and being proactive, not reactive. We shouldn't have to wait for the doctors to tell us something. Uh, we should be taking care of ourselves, I'm not saying don't live life, don't enjoy yourself, but right. everything in moderation. Even too much bodybuilding can be bad for you. So, um, you know, Dominique is talking about fibroids, um, you know, so like I said, make sure you check her Instagram out. Please do. TCM uh, Project. She's TCM gonna... Project underscore oh. 2004. That's the, um, the IG page. You can also find me on Facebook. At um, TCM Project. Ah, that's a lie. That's a lie. It's the search for Memphis and Dakota because that is the name of the podcast, the search yeah. for Memphis and Dakota. If you go back and click, if you go to the um, 2530 Media webpage, you'll be able to click on um, the search for Memphis and Dakota. You see yeah. my face. You see Dominique. And uh, it, you'll see it'll direct you to all the podcasts that we've done so far. Hello. 
Nah, you're welcome. You know, you always show me love and support. So I'm glad you chimed in and got in here. And um, that way, it. you know, we connect you with someone else. So I definitely appreciate it. It's one of my Navy homegirls right there. She's out in California. So, hey, you know what I mean? We appreciate that. So, Dominique, yes. what else do you have in store for us today? What else uh, you got in there? I think that's pretty much it. Okay. I think we we um we covered it all. Oh, so this one give a little tidbit early before we couldn't get on. Dominique was yeah. asking me about what I had next in, for competing. Like I told her, I wanted to do DC in four weeks, but it's not gonna happen because of school. So that's changing. Get your education. <laughs> get your education. But um, like I said, thank you all for for chiming in. Um, my phone about to die. So, but uh, yeah. TCM project underscore, underscore two thousand four on Instagram. Up. Hit her up. Please like do. I said, um, veganism, fibroids, whatever. Check her out. It's it's all about moderation, um, changing up what you eat, and yeah, you get you gotta do what you gotta do to live your best and healthy life. Okay. And at the end of the day, mine was to get a hysterectomy. Did I want that? No, but these five boys have been causing an issue in my life for way too long. So, um, guys, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and joining me. I really, really appreciate it. You can um, catch me on IG, TCM Project underscore 2004. Facebook, the search for Memphis and Dakota. You can hit up the uh, website, the I can't twenty five thirty media, um, and it'll direct you to the podcast. The podcast, right? And yeah, so be looking for things from twenty five thirty media. We getting that jumping. And hey guys, I love you. I thank you. Hit me up. You can email me as well. TCM Project at Outlook Hey, I'm accessible. If you got questions, you want to just share your story with me. I am here for it all. Okay. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Until next time, continue to grow and live your life. Okay. All right. Bye.